turn us off, yo. Like, what? I want y'all voice. Come on, Gotti. What's the name for you? Love. Oh, what you doing? I told you somebody gonna die if you like if this this the music if you in the car like a nigga cut you off somebody liable to die. All his shit got that. That, just that oh, it's negative yeah. energy is I see why it's called demon time, nigga. Move back, baby. <laughs> R.I.P. to pop smoke, man. Yeah, man fucked up, peace, yo. Man. Uh, you don't know about this, though. So we're about to yeah, put you on something. I ain't I, never hit this song. This shit, all right. Oh, yeah, nah, you didn't hit us? Nah. You, got, you got to listen to the whole album. I fuck with the album. Oh, so it's been on the deluxe? Yeah, it's on the, no, it's on Meet the Woo, too. The deluxe or the regular? The regular. Okay. I ain't even get the best part. He, went, he broke his name down and shit. Christian Louboutin, spice in my feet. Pop smoke. I'm the one they want to meet. Pop smoke. I ain't gonna rock. My bad. How y'all doing out there? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I'm your Goldie Roo, Goldie Fats. You know who it is, you know what it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is the hottest podcast on the Eastern Coast. Bro, where the fuck you been at, bro? For two for two weeks now, I, was, I had to hold uh, the intro down, Dolo. No, it was one week. No, I had to hold the intro down, Dolo, two weeks ago for hey, Valentine's bro, Day, hey, and hey, then man, you I, missed the whole week. You right, you right, you right, you right. But I brought it back. The vibes is back, bro. The vibes is back. Oh, it's back? Yeah, because I don't, I, I don't think I heard any jokes on the last episode. I had hella jokes. You crazy. Nah, they must have shit. I don't know if they was punching hard enough. You right, you right. Anyway, we got guests with us today, man. I want to, um, I want to, you know, give a special, uh, what, shout out, I guess? I wanna warm welcome to. Yeah, a warm welcome, first of all. And I want to, uh, say thank you to my brothers for coming. Um, you know, they, they got a lot of momentum right now. My brother, Jules. Yo. And Jared. Jared, what you, what, you just Jared now? Jared, Jared, Jared. <laughs> I got mad. Like, I got a lot of joke, jokey joke questions. Like, for real. It's whatever you wanted to be. Right, you know, it's whatever you know, my, you my brothers, be, Jews and Jared, man, Um, the co founders of Juice 1973, uh, formerly known as Moxie 1973. Still, it's, it's still, it's it's still Moxie. Still Moxie. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jews, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> that's a good question. Like, I that's know you for question. at least fifteen plus <laughs> years. Like, he not, he's probably not going to tell you. But straight on the gas. He probably not going to tell you. But it's just funny. Um, just hustle man right there. Shit, what needs to get done on a real note when it comes to any creative endeavor. So if it's from managing a project, producing a project, handling only creative or marketing or the production as a whole, or even handling merch and content. So. Whatever needs to get done to get a creative idea and narrative out into the world, I do that. Um, my current fundraisers, as I call them, you know, I do experiential for Adidas. So basically, all the Adidas stores in the city, I help produce like customizations, events, all in the stores. And then I work BT talent for all the award shows. Facts. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You talking about now, Then on top of that, he like a curator. He like a part-time <laughs> dancer. Part-time <laughs> dancer. Right? Shit, crazy, bro. Got his hands in everything. Nah, I just, I just, I never really, you know, never, you know, knew you know, like, like when your parents actually like, yo, so what do you, what do you, what do you, bro, do you be like, honestly, I can't even tell you, gotta ask him now, honestly, like, um, but anyway, Jews, you wanna take it away, I mean, uh, Smooth, you wanna take it away, this was your idea, you know, I got some, I mean, you wanna, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was gonna wait, but we could we could get right into it. Um, so Juice. 1973, you guys, um, pretty much was on this Bob Bob Black brand. I see what you guys did um, on February 22nd. 22nd. I was gonna think about the uh, the the, the theater thing that y'all did at Newport. Oh Should yeah, speak on that that's well. Tuesday. That was Jules' idea. How oh. many? How many have y'all done so far? Two. two. All right. So can you explain Wait. to me what that is? I've seen it, but I mean, I, I yeah, haven't just sipping. Yeah. Just sipping. Yeah, just sipping. The we do a movie buyout. Once a quarter, we're looking at doing it. Okay. But it originally started when Queen and Slim came out. And I do this I do this thing every Monday called Smile on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So okay. through that, I was like, yeah, people really like this. And I was like, but we never tied it to no like, real-life event. Like mm-hmm. There was no real-life experience within it. And Queen and Slim came out. I seen like, all these cats buying up the theater. But everybody's like, big money. You got Coach K. There's these people within entertainment buying our movie theaters for Queen and Slim. And I seen the movie. I already saw the movie. And my boy saw the movie too. He was like, yo, like, all right, all these cats with big money could do it, but we could do it too to make sure people could watch this. It's a good film. And um, we just did it. Went to Newport, went up there, bought the movie out. So we're going to do Just Sip and Smile. And, it's a, and Just Sip and Smile itself is a way I could, like, tie two different brands together simultaneously because sometimes it's difficult on a brand inside. Like, it's, I'm confused. This, like you said, is Moxie and Juice, are they the same thing? Yeah. So. What was the way I could make them live together? And it was like with Juice, our whole campaign is just sip at the moment and smile and smile. So it was like, oh shit, just sip and smile. Let's call it that. And every time I feel like coming together to do something for the community, it'll be a just sip and smile event. But this oh, one okay. in particular was to support black movies and make sure we sell out theaters. That for was that. my, I'm glad you said it. I was going to ask that question, but you already said it. I noticed that between um, the Queen and Slim movie and then uh, the the photograph. Mm-hmm. So it's black movies. Black kids, yeah, black, black movies, yeah, Okay. Damn, niggas so, might take my car, bro. I ain't seen neither one of them yet. <laughs> you, and you missing out, too, by not seeing uh, Queen yeah, and Slim. Yeah, I've never, been a, movie, I never been a movie. That was though. a really influential movie in yeah. black culture. Like, yeah. that shit. Oh, y'all was, stamping it there already? Yo, it, it, it need to be. I think, yo, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but I'm saying, yeah. Every aspect of it, from the marketing was crazy, from the soundtrack was fire. The score was crazy by Devon Hines. Um, then the movie theater buyout went crazy on social. So just, and it also was like having a wife and what was that, Melanie? Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just a mean, phenomenon that we've seen. And the movie, we haven't seen a movie marketed like that on that level in a long time for yeah. us at least. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the, the promo on Instagram as far as like every every time I scrolled down my feed, I seen Queen and Slim, Queen and Slim. So it was definitely marketed yeah. well. It's definitely the, col- well. the color scheme on it, like everything, just seemed like it seemed like us. I felt like we haven't seen us in the movies in a long time. Yeah, that's a fact. But it, the fact that, like, the the story of how it went out and how they went out is just like, come that, on, yeah, man. That, but it's that, a reality. That always though. hurts. But it's though, right? a reality. That's, reality. It's that's a, a fact. How, reality. Gonna be gunned down, right? how they reality. how they went out? What like the cause of it all? It being our own people, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying like the the message in the story. It's kind of like, yeah. like It's a honestly, reality, bro. but it was like, dang, like, we can't never fucking win. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I was watching it. I'm sorry for those who didn't see it, but I was watching it, and I'm like, yo, they about to hit that plane, now. and they about to be ghosts. <laughs> you feel me? And then, like, dang, he got sold out. Dang, I was like, wow, brother. get locked up, though. They Le- gunned them down. They gunned them down. I was like, all right, they get locked up. They go to trial. They put a two-peak continue. 
we'll live to fight another day. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. It was a boom. And it was like, yo, that's Those are women who, sh- who, threw the sh- who shot first. Right. And it was the female who shot first when nine times out of ten when you watching these movies, these, these Instagram videos, these women cops be wilding. I mean, I'm not, I know all women <laughs> yeah. cops don't be wilding. But that is a reality that a lot of women <laughs> cops be tripping. Look at my man who went in the house and shorty shot him. You watch videos on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, yeah, with both of them. You be like, dang, like, I know we're getting off the Moxie subject, but it was just like, yo. (laughs) Like, yo, that's a reality. It's a harsh one. I'm tired of seeing these type of movies, though. I'm going to keep it 100. I want to see some kings and queens, man. I I said that a couple, I've been saying that for a couple weeks now, that we need to change the narrative and the movies that we pick to be influential black movies and culture. Right. So, like, I just feel as though we've been glorifying the money-making mitches of the world for so long that... It's like we don't do justice when we don't talk about the big movie, like the big Spike Lee movies, or we don't. We sit there and we shit on Tyler Perry because it's so uh, dramatic and it's mm-hmm. like unrealistic, or it's just like right. it's catered to women, so we shit on it. But when in reality, that's more influential and realistic than like aspiring to be the the big drug deal on the block. You know what I'm Word. saying? Like. I, I, that's it's, just my thing. I'm like, looking at it more I'm so over the minister societies and the juices yeah. and shit like that. Honestly, I think they had the era. I'm more so interested in going back to. I think, and I think people don't want to do their research, Jules. I think like going back and finding out kings and queens and telling those stories. I'm talking about out in Africa because it's cool. I know about slavery. I know what white yeah. folks did. Does I know what Dr. King walked for? I know what Mitch and them did on the street corners because I've seen it. But I don't know what what I was prior. See, you know what I mean? That's a research that you may not, people may not want to dive into. Why am I putting $10 million into a movie when I could go tell a story about Egwak Akba, who was Pharaoh, and can tell about his story and how he rose to power and what he was, and then I can be able to see myself as a king and queen instead of a slave or somebody always getting beat up. See, it's hard to to put that into a film because of the fact that it's hard for white America to admit that we are the, the black man is the original man. We are the Israelites. Like, we descendants of the Israelites. And being that, you got movies like Exodus where you got a white Moses and a white, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas though, they won't acknowledge the real Jesus. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? The real Jesus was what they described him as wool skin, brown, you know, yeah, right. uh, Polynesian, you know, not wool skin. He was like, your color. He was like, yeah, he was color. like, he had wool hair, Polynesian skin. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's hard to really when um, they the they recreated the images of uh, ancestors uh, before. Oh, the Book of Eli. That was the movie with Denzel when he was yeah. like. Um, but that was that was just about a Bible, like that was just yeah. about the last Bible in the post-apocalyptic world. Right. But so, <laughs> nah, man. Um. So anyway, I'm glad I'm glad that they I'm glad that y'all came, man. I wanted to uh before anything else, I wanted to know what was going on with yesterday. We we well, this is predated, so. Uh, the podcast comes out on Tuesday, Tuesday so, so it'll be uh, Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday was what the twenty first, twenty second, twenty second. So I wanted to know what was going on with twenty second because that was like a monumental movement, and I want to congratulate y'all. I want to say thank y'all, bro. Like as, y'all, my boys, but just even if I didn't know y'all, I I loved what y'all did because I had females, I had people like like on my gram, like read like they were posting like, yo, we gotta get into that next year. Like I had people that just saw what y'all were doing and didn't even know y'all, like, yo, I need to be a part of that. Like and I'm like I'm sitting here laughing like it's it's just as simple as reaching out. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to I want I wanted to hear a little more about that, being that I I had to work, I had to miss I missed out on it. 
So I think it was a, wasn't it? It was Team Good Vibes. Team Good Vibes. So Team Good Vibes. Yeah, normally do it every year. The last Sunday uh-huh. of Black History Month. This was their fourth year doing it, um, and they did. They curated space for us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I saw Literally, it, like, like it's over 70 or 80 vendors, all from the all from the city. Right, black, that shit was dope. black. That's just what they do. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Um, our participation on it was we create our own space for the first time. Um, it was the first time we ever did anything merch wise to that level. And it was like, okay, cool. If we're going to do this and do it in our city, everything I've learned and experienced, how do I bring that back? And how do I show for brands like we could take it to this scale? Or just, it's not even always about the clothes, like, or just selling a product. It's like, what could we do to make people engage within the space and engage being together? And that's what we did within our space. I just, our concert was just sipping by black. That was the whole thing about right. that. Yeah. Jules basically, he took everything. It was an event that he, he had got me hired for. Um, it was like an Apple TV event or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, they, I got a chance to watch how big brands do everything from the morning to this time to go home. And Jules, was, what he said to me at the end was, he was like, yo, I'm glad you got to experience that. Because when we did yesterday and what he put together, I was like, I laughed at him. I was like, you're funny as hell. Cause, <laughs> you're funny as hell. Because literally everything that he watched, Apple, Adidas, all of them, everything he watched them do, he brought it there. And I'm laughing like, this nigga crazy, yo. Because a lot of people can't comprehend what they see. You know what I mean? And, know, and don't know how to duplicate. But he know how to duplicate and even turn it into his own thing to make it look like something. And I was interesting because I was making my way around the room and Jules was like, yo, we got to bring them to us. Because some people might see it and, and we live in Jersey City. We know sometimes it could be a little hate going on. They looking like, oh, snap. Yeah. But Jules, he's like, yo, we're going to go out there and we're going to go engage people to come to us and see what's going on. And people was like, yo, how y'all do that and stuff? And right, it's like, yo, the, they the inspired them to want to be like, yo, how the heck we get something like that yeah. next year? Yeah, you even with the, even with like the board which I had like with the the peel off stickers, the vinyls, you sign the sign the vinyls and then put it on the board. Like that shit was even a dope idea. But the the event itself was just crazy. Even I got there late. I got there like at seven. So everybody was like, it was like towards the end. But the way it was just set up, you had clothes, you had. Sangria, you had drinks, food, food you had makeup, hair, yeah, everything, was everything. everything. It was, it was, just, <laughs> it was just, and it's like everything was just <laughs> like spread around, dollars. just like you just go table to table, table so to table, big, table to table. Big ass flea market for big us. Big ass yeah. flea market, just like just seeing what Jersey City has to offer. Yo, it's that's, my that's favorite event of the year. Example yeah. of for us by us, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's people, when you're growing up, you would never expect to have their own mm-hmm. business. Right. That's number one. People I ain't seeing Matt long. They got their business and they're hustling. Yeah. And it's good to see that we're we're, ch- we're changing our narrative that way. Like the narrative for Jersey City is never that. Like there's a bunch of people hustling on this type of level, trying to get to it, and we're not doing nothing illegal with it. Yo, shout out to the Trotty who who had made that macaroni and cheese, <laughs> and that collard was greens, oh, it was like the pulled pork, and all oh, that. Cause man. she had a line. Nine. Line with that icy. I was like, yo, get ahead and get that. Yo, I was like, I was like, yo, like she get This it. is literally my favorite event of the year. <laughs> Four years in a row. My favorite event of the year. 
A lot of Hands love in down. the air. Yeah, shout like to Pooh, shout to Focus. The kid, the kid yeah. DJ out there, yeah. the, the young oh, kid. Oh, Jay Nice. Jay Nice. Is that Midnight? That's Midnight, my brother-in-law. Yeah, his brother-in-law. Yeah, that's his, well, that's his protege. That's Midnight's protege. He's 11 years old. Yo, he's 11 years old going crazy. Yo, he had, that's a grown little man right there, yo. Since Midnight has been with his fiance. So uh, he's been like training him since like at least five years. Nah, old, I could bro. definitely tell. Like, yeah. like he was even mature. We had him. Yeah. We had him DJ at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. The crowd was going crazy. Yeah. That's when he was nine. Yeah. Thinking about I've it, I've had I've seen Midnight jump off a set for 15, 15 minutes. Like, yo, come come do that. Like, and yeah, he was nine when I when I went to that when I went out with y'all. He DJ the set. I was like, damn. Yeah. So he holds it down by himself, like hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. He did a whole thing. Yo, right. a shorty had asked, "Hey, can you play a song for me?" He went like this. We don't I was do that. Like, yo, don't do <laughs> that. We, don't, we, don't, we gave her the like. Don't give me no request. No request. I was like, yo, son, you said go. That yeah. sounds like some shit. He double with a dead or something. Like, uh, one, one, one thing I love about Jews and what he put together, just him being my brother, man. He he cult both of y'all, honestly. Since I met you too, Jared, y'all cultivate relationships, bro. Like everlasting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I can speak more so on Jews' behalf mm-hmm. at this point. Like he keeps a relationship. He builds that relationship, but he also takes game from whomever, whoever he got the relationship mm-hmm. from. And he, like, pretty much how you said with the whole Apple aspect, he takes what he learned from wherever and and, and apply that to his game. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Comprehend his, it. Yeah, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people want to make their own way, make their own way. And I understand that. But at the same time, it's it's okay. We were talking about followers and leader, leaders, like, two episodes ago. Like, it's okay to uh, uh, a, a leader can start off as a follower. Correct. Because you have to, you, mm-hmm. once you you have to learn the Correct. brand to rebrand and create Correct. your own brand. Correct. The problem is when you have followers, following followers, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like c- complaining, you know, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Now you right. just got the blind leading the blind. So well, I, I can appreciate Jews mm-hmm. for that, like just cultivating relationships and taking the things that he's learned from everywhere and right. applying that shit to his game. To right. what he's doing. So it's I, not even, oh, it's, it's not even only me, right? Like, my partner on the juice side, like, me and Jerry do everything moxie. On the partner just on the juice side is my homegirl, Anna. And, like, she wasn't there with me yesterday. She's, like, my production arm. Like, my production arm. And, like, she's very influential in everything that's moving within myself. Um, and everybody else from Anna. from Anna to Trinice to Avery, Avery to my sister to Eddie to Rakia to Amy. Um, Sasha was Sasha was Sasha helped out tremendously with the with the... This is how we're gonna set up everything. Alaska did it in vinyl store. Like it's never only me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always the people who's around who just wanna do good shit and we just do good shit and that's just that. We stick we stick true to to who we, we let our gifts lead us and whatever that is. So I'm not gonna step on Jared's toe, she's not gonna step on mine so like well, this is what we do, let's get busy. Word. And it's knowing like Jules is like the leader that knows the way and trying to show the way. He's still every step he take he take us with him you know what i mean and then he show us how to like yo let me show you this like every experience he got he'll take you and and let you see it too he not selfish with his experiences you know what i mean so i agree 
I appreciate that. For ground boys. <laughs> I like doing jazz. I like doing jazz and juice about. We ain't gonna talk. No, man. No, no, I'm just, upset with y'all. No, Yo, I, like I was jazz. just I like listening that. to your album, bro, because I, I work with D. I work with Darnell. I work with Darnell at, uh, at Persian, yeah. and and he heard me rapping. The letter old team with my niggas in the building. And he was like, Garrett, don't start. Don't start yeah. with it. I'm like, nah. I was like, every time I hear that record, I go. So oh, I got on. We ain't gonna go into that. Though. Yeah. Hey, That's smooth. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do that shit. Don't give me mad. Don't give me mad. Smooth, I got two topics. I got two directions I want to take it. What you got first, Zoom? Because I got more so questions that's geared toward them, but I know we. you want to. Pay homage to Pop Smoke, or yeah. I mean, as far as like with Pop Smoke, I just it's just funny. It, it's it's no. funny how the social media police works, man. Yeah. And we we gotta understand that some people are just so desensitized that a dude just passed away and his best friend is in mourning, and y'all just being social media police that day. Like it shit was just crazy. Like they, oh, you set your man's up. Like yo, this dude yeah. is going through something right now. Like he just lost his childhood best friend, and. Everybody just lost sight of that and just like, oh, everybody want to say recipes pop smoke, but I mean, y'all have no sympathy for the people that was close to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With they just on his Instagram, and I felt bad that he had to come out with a post like, yo, I'm 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 sitting here dealing with the death of my best friend, and y'all sitting here accusing, accusing me, me yeah. of, not I mean, potentially killing him or something like that. It's just like, yo, bro, let the police do their job. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy that. You like people make those accusations like that. That that could be a death sentence for somebody. Like people actually could believe like, oh yeah, you probably did set them up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people don't never think about the repercussions of their actions, and it's just sad that we live in a desensitized world where people just don't give a fuck about anything, and everybody want to make a joke about something when people die. But I just realized that this society now we just. We just like emotionless, like we yeah. don't empathize for anything. Yo, honestly, I'm I'm actually scared. That Kobe Brown, I'm scared. Nah, people yeah. still they like still they didn't. Yeah, like they was just yeah. yeah. But I'm actually scared of how we receive news right now, and as as millennials, like everything is digitally, and so when you receive news that way, it's not always correct news. Right. And who you and who we have to rely on, like honestly, bro, I'm sad to say it, but. TMZ is CNN of Instagram and like the That's internet, right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And so they aren't always factual, but more than likely that is the that is as close to the facts that you're going to get. So you got like an unreliable narrator that's pretty much sending out news, getting you stories and, and what happens is they get the story so fast, they so quick to post everything. You don't without get fans, family, without information, a chance to process anything. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? It's just you throw it out there because you want to be the first to do it. You got to maintain the the number one. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just, I, I just hate the way we receive news right now. Because to look in your phone and be scrolling and just see and read it. And what happens is... You get, like I told you, like, you know, that whole pseudo-intellectualism concept. You get one person posted, and then that becomes law, so now everybody posting it. Right. So now you got one person said, Pop Smoke brother killed, his best friend killed, uh, got him killed. Now everybody run with that narrative until the truth comes mm-hmm. out. Exactly. But nobody ever retracts the the whole, the, the yeah. hatred they had toward the best friend. They exactly. just go to the next story and post the next story. Right. And we gotta be, we gotta stop being so quick to share every fucking thing, bro. Exactly. So. Like, even with the, even with the Kobe situation, like, like I said, like, I got it through an Instagram post, but it was like the spiritual, 
word thing that I usually mm-hmm. follow. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even send it to my group chat until yeah, just I, I, I got all processing. the facts. Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> they were saying, Rick Fox died, this, that, that. Like, just this throwing so many, I mean, names out there to people who was, oh, he could have been on it, he could have been on it. It's just crazy. Like, yo, relax. Like, let people get the story correct. And then, you know what I mean? Because it's sad times and you don't want to be putting death on nobody or, you know what I mean? Just being so non humane yeah. about situations oh trust bro. me I, I get it that shit is crazy like like, like I said like I don't want to recycle the point of when, when we was talking about the shooting in Jersey City when you look on you like it's a whole shooting going on and you got people dancing in the camera yeah bro. like yeah, bro like where's the empathy for it, like for for somebody being a human like people just our generation is just weird like we just don't have like cold-hearted demons at this point it's sad Hey, you That's just, man, you just gotta give people a chance to grieve, man. So with that being said, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. I'm Word, over the man. whole moment of silence shit. So Word. because rest we just we did it smoke, like man. three weeks straight, last three weeks straight, <laughs> three months. Month. Yeah, three at least one uh, a death a month. We just did it like, and so like yeah, honestly, rest in peace. And so um yeah, it's just it's just sad that you yeah, you man. leave you 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 make a way out of your your hood and you die mm-hmm. somewhere else. It's like yeah. <laughs> the plan is to make it out, and then when you make it out. That's still ain't it still ain't enough <laughs> and that so my whole thing is right and then now gearing toward a little more hip-hop but ain't it just fucked up that brooklyn just keep taking these losses bro honestly like in brooklyn LA, or like, new york itself L, well i'm in talking LA. about well yeah la too but you know what i'm saying in, in la, LA. In, oh yeah. you talking about the you i don't even think about, about it right like and you dying in, in that's LA. a fact like, I, that's a fact but yeah, in LA, you right. Yeah. West Coast period. Just the West Coast. Yeah. But Sorry, yeah, LA. it's it's fucked up that Brooklyn keeps taking these losses from everything that we went through with Biggie just to see what Pop Smoke was going, but even everything in between, like you can't like just going like his the predecessor before him, you can't not acknowledge what Six Nine did. That shit was monumental. Like he was if it wasn't for him going down the way he did, like he would be revered right now. Not necessarily as a legend, but he was on his way to doing something for that their, Brooklyn for, had seen. Yeah, for their barrel. Yeah, for they, for they, in a while. Yeah, and before yeah. that. But it was Bobby. It stems, yeah, it stems from that, Bobby. Yeah. It was Bobby. Bobby. So it's like, damn, like how many times, and you know what I mean? Like how many times we going to get a Brooklyn native to come up? Same thing with, with uh well, I'm not going to say, uh what's Panda? What's a designer? Like I'm not going to say. But they always. They never get had one, that problem. they go, and then it's like they taken from us. Hmm, I don't know. Brooklyn's always been fortunate to always have at least one record going crazy. From yeah. the, like they, I think the, that has all those one hit wonders from those five, six, seven, eight years has all led to Pop Smoke and this whole crazy Brooklyn drill scene that's going yeah. on. Like, there's a scene in Brooklyn right now. Like that's there wasn't a, a scene in a long, in New York in general. There was no scene in a long time. That's a fact. So there's with Pop Smoke the. The Sleepy Hollows, the Chef G's, like Fabio, Fabio. Yeah. like there's a whole new scene New York hasn't had in a long time. Because everybody who, who made the scene of quote unquote hip hop all moved to the West Coast. You know, they have kids, they're not really outside outside. Yeah. And if they was from New York, like they'll be like a Joey Badass, right? But he won't be outside in a mix mix as so much other people be. These cats is in the streets still. Right. So he felt the energy all throughout New York. Yeah. And it was fun again. Like mimicking dances all over. That shit was fun. It's I mean I, so far, it just seems like they just got a short lifespan because it's, yeah. it's the life that they live. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of live this street life, and the lifespan for the streets isn't that long. And when you when you mix the streets with music, it's like you can either contradict yourself yeah. or you could build mm-hmm. more hate for you through your music. And so, and you, we, they yeah. both can't coexist at we, all. And on the music side, you because we're in because we're in the tri-state area, 
New York, New York being the number one radio, if it connects in the streets and connecting the clubs, and it has to be played on radio, yeah, that's so a fact. it goes out quicker than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so it's very, it's always, it's always, but that, that's always a hard transition for a New York artist who goes mainstream real fast. Is they just can't switch off and think everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, like they the still live in yeah, it. You can't stop the, the, scary, the street shit from scary going scary on. The is about <laughs> all these Brooklyn artists. Their 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 rise was organic, mm-hmm. and so. Being that it was organic, we watched them grow, we watched them develop, but we also still watched them still connected to the streets. Yeah. And because of that, it was that's pretty much what you see the past that they all went down. Mm-hmm. And whereas though you might you you have a Joey Badass who was like mentored at least enough to say, "All right, nigga, you got a gift. I'm gonna put you in a studio. I'm getting you the fuck out of here. You're gonna make these records, but you're gonna stay low." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Whereas though they didn't have the luxury. luxury. And and the streets became a part of their allure. That was a part of their brand, which I mean, we're going to talk about brands later, but that was a part of their brand. Like, you couldn't, like, they were literally branding Crips, honestly. I'm not trying, I'm not, I can't make this shit up. The scene was definitely for them, like, you know what I'm saying? They were branding Crips. Like, it was crazy the way that shit, every, every, every hit was a diss to the to the to the ops, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They they dropping dropping the ops names in the song, so every hit that that went off, they was dissing somebody. So like, it's not like you could, like like you said, you can't just have the hit and just be like, all right, fuck it, I ain't game banging no more. Like yeah. it's not that simple. You can't yeah. just all cold, do right? it from the Millie ride to all this shit's yeah. been cold for some street shit in New York. <laughs> that's <a fact. laughs> like every exactly. little joint, and, and, and that's the crazy that part that you down. have you have white crazy. kids woo walking, and on TikTok and. You don't understand that you don't understand what woo walking is like. Mm-hmm. Even just mm-hmm. going back to the nineties, like you you crip, crip walking, yeah, yeah. yeah. crip walking in general, and not walking. understanding and, and 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 honestly, they sometimes they killing it, but not even understanding what the fuck they doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes isn't the it, white people be killing it, but uh, <laughs> so, isn't that like with, um, isn't that, isn't it almost like woo walk to the I left, like some coppers or something like that got mad at my man Boosie for that. But it's just a little different. It is a little different, but I'm just saying like you doing something he didn't no, he didn't really know the cappers got mad at him because they like, yo, like, nah, I think, I think Boosie, 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 once they made the transition, it was kind of hard for them to like maintain them both. You see, when Gucci made, like he couldn't keep doing the street shit and 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 yeah. the rapping shit because it was the shit was house. like you start rapping about the shit and the cops is like, hold on, my nigga, you might just be giving us some clues to some shit you done did yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. my nigga. So you know what I mean? Because that's the content that you know, and it's like your creative mind. If you don't, if you don't have much to create on, you can only rap about the shit you know. So if you rapping about the bricks you done sold for the last three years. Of course, that's what's going to sell. So then, when it, when when investigations get dependent, it's like, oh damn, well we knew we knew he was in the streets, we knew yeah. he was rapping. So fuck it, mm-hmm. can't call one side. That's the yeah. And they call somebody to run up in his crib. Shoot, yeah. yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I don't want to speak on that. I don't know what <laughs> you know what's happening. Bobby Smurda dropped all his homies' names in the song. Yeah. Bobby Smurda, hot That's nigga. <laughs> it's crazy. My phone going back to Pop Smoke. His connection to like UK drill. And making that, that connection feel like New Axel, York. Axel, yeah. that producer out there. Really get busy in the UK because that barely happens. On the road, no. Unless mm. it's not on some like ASAP Rocky tip, but yeah. some street shit like that, you never really see it cross over to that magnitude. How it did for Pop Smoke. 
Yeah, he was on a different wave. He was getting ready to usher in a new. Like I just feel like that was the that was that. It's still a sound, but he was. I, I'm telling you, he was on his way because I like I remember. He didn't even get to do roll out. I remember when you put me on mm. and I played Welcome to the Party and then Meet the Woo Drop and then me and Jules was talking about Dior and we like yo Dior the one <laughs> like, but. This nigga keep making songs that you could you be like yo that's the one like he keep making songs so it was bound to happen like he was gone he was about to go so right he just got named to the Rolling Loud in Miami and everything because they didn't let him do it in New York you won't even let him perform his own he couldn't do anything here yeah you you but that was all all of them every yeah. all the ones we just named same thing with six nine they won't take a chance they fear and oh. so it's like. The same, the same energy that catapulted you is the, is the Catch-22 that made you famous and blew you up and branded you is the same brand that won't allow you to expand right. in your city or just anywhere for that matter. So you got to take the good with the bad and just do what you can, like perform where you can. Right. Live where you can, cause mm. now I'm doing so much dirt, I can't stay in New York, <laughs> so now I got to go to L.A., but that's foreign territory. Exactly. Cause ain't no woos in L. It ain't the same type of woo if it is. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Cause you get to L. A. You got a whole dip. You got Crips beefing with Crips. Like it's different yeah, type of energy yeah, out there. Like, yeah, so now you It's just unfortunate. Like you in Hollywood Hills, you in a mansion. So, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It it sucks when like young young dudes just like just going before they even get to experience life. For real, for real. Like he had like he literally had six months of just like. Living how he was living in Brooklyn to being a a, a star on the rise, and it's like, damn, in six months it was just yeah. taken from me. That's crazy. So, I want to stay on this topic of brand. So, I got two Senate questions. Um, I got I want to talk about the overall brand of Jersey City, but I also want to talk about y'all brand. Okay, um, so where y'all want to start first? I, I guess it's the a little crib, Jersey. All yeah, right, so. Do we have a brand right now? And and uh, listeners, I'm sorry. This is about to become a very 201 Jersey City conversation, <laughs> it's but it's very necessary if you are outside Jersey City, native. If you're from any other region, still good to learn about some other places. Oh, so you want to know so. if Jersey City has a brand or yeah, Jersey do, itself? Jersey City. Oh, okay. It has. It has. It, well, I mean, it doesn't nickname. have a brand. Nah, we got though. brands when it. Uh, it's it's. It, it's nah. about to be real bad for Jersey City. Is it and on another level? And I'm a, because that's more on the political and stuff side. Yeah. It's they, about to be real bad for Jersey City. I'm I don't sorry. Know if, it's, if it is branded, well, my fault. I cut you off. Go. No, I'm just I'm saying, like on a else. on a more political side, because I a lot of my friends, City, a lot of I hang out with a lot of older people. Yeah, <laughs> I, do, I hang yeah. out with a lot of older cats, so I understand what's going on downtown, and I understand what's going on up here. So. We've been, if you're asking on a culture side or a hip hop culture or something Every, like that, overall, overall, well, so I, Jersey I, City I mean, about I'm to be hip hop. Jersey City about to be Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the rest, what would be the, I just gave uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, because, like, if you're looking at Jersey City, what the hell about Jersey City? Yo, that's a great place to look, right? It's, yeah. just, it's right next to New York, right? All right, cool. I think that's the overall Jersey City brand outside of here. Um, and then everything that does come from Jersey City is not connected to Jersey City, if that makes sense. Like, right. when you see Joe Bud, you don't think Jersey City. If you see not anymore, yeah, not anymore. Shit, I don't think before outside of here, people don't even know he's from Jersey City. He's from Jersey, but not Jersey City. And nothing like specific, like oh, it's just Jersey City situation, no, right? No, 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 you know, no. if you see Cool Kai stuff, like the, the support black colleges is everywhere. They don't just tie that brand to Jersey City unless you're from there. Right, right. Um, St. Anthony's, right? Bad basketball players made the only thing. But other than that, St. Anthony's is the only thing. And now that's, that's gone. They're that's gone. gone. Now they're gone. Like, so it's just like right. there's no no real brand for, there's Jersey, no brand for City. Jersey City at all. 
Besides, this is a great place to live, and it's up and coming. Yup. But like, I'm just trying to think of a lot of places that that have a brand. Like, well, I believe. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm like, I'm trying to think of like a city that has like a brand outside of the major, the ones that we actually know about, like New York City, Atlanta, Newark. Well, here's here's the problem. We had a brand. We 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 don't even call ourselves Chilltown anymore. We had a brand. We were a staple in hip hop and black well, culture. We were yeah. a place that you had to come through. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you want to if you want to think about it now, I mean, when we started with our Moxie company, we started the Chilltown social event. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, it was it, we we kept the name running, but. It's, it's the people don't maintain energy. You people say. don't maintain energy. Number nah, one, nah, they don't that. embrace it neither. Nah, that's not that's the same. That's what I mean by not maintaining. They don't yeah. embrace it. Like so, they don't well, embrace they don't. the name Showtown. No, not really. no, they, they don't. They I don't know. And don't I think it's what, we're talking I about think it overall what? to some degree. Like, for, and like I think that the Chilltown name, eighties, nineties, early two thousands. It was great. Like Jersey said, if you told somebody yeah. from Brooklyn, I'm from Chilltown, or was a cat in that era, you'd be like, oh, Chilltown. Like, yo, we used to go through there and chill, yada, yada, exactly. yada. It's changed. I th- now you go to Harlem and you'd be like, now, you'd be like, um, they'd be like, where that's at? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's changing a lot. I think a lot of people from Jersey City now is just doing things, at least entertainment and like things of that nature. There's a lot of us in the in, in that world now. There's a lot of creatives coming at Jersey City, do a lot of stuff in New York and places of that nature. So I think on the underlying surface, this this is bubbling. Okay. Just, we just haven't like we just haven't it just hasn't been one major like that's Jersey City. But it's so much working people from Jersey City who's doing so much great shit. It's just that we're not screaming Jersey Tablons to make you know that. But when you identify, you identify. Well, when well, you I say, think, okay. I think the hard, I think what happens is New York has New York, Atlanta, LA. Their, nah. ba- their, their work is based in their city. Jersey yeah. City people go out. But out. those are different. Me- oh, okay, I get what you're saying. But those are different meccas. But they're also, you're also named. What, what, I mean, what I mean, but like saying? there's now, but, but even if you think about like, York. North don't even like, no. associate with brick, 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 brick city. But, or brick, I, but, like, you know but what I'm North saying? still has a brand. No, North has a brand. And, everywhere. That, and that's the and that's North the has a brand everywhere. That's yeah. the unfortunate part where North is still they still maintain black owned business. Black right. owned arts. They still maintain North. culture, art, and music. Mm-hmm. And if you if you go just drive, the thing about Kings, you go drive around the neighborhood, you see black public figures. You see paintings of black artists. On walls and shit like that in Jersey City, yeah, Native Americans here. Like we, they you. want us to be culturally but, but, diverse, but, but, and I get that's that. What, but I, th- I, that, I think that was always our thing, because like with, with the Statue of Liberty being right there, that we were always. That's I mean, I hate to say what Philip said, but we've always been a mecca for immigrants. So we are always culturally culturally diverse. Throughout the city, you think of the heights. You got Spanish. I mean, you got Spanish yeah, Indians. You got, you got black. So, are we, you got oh, so do we have a brand of being diverse? Then, as that, a, that, that's a diverse yeah, brand. I think okay. it is. I think we do because we've been number one, two, and three diverse city nations for the last yeah, yeah. decade. Yeah, right? exactly. Almost. Yeah, so it's like been in the top ten at least. For, but when like, I tell people that, it's like for real. They yeah, don't they believe it. Don't, they don't. don't uh, they don't. They like seriously. I'm surprised. Um, but I think we're doing the inner works, right? We're like Quasia opened up her art center. Yeah. Flizzy opened up his last place winter store. Just other businesses that's just coming into Jersey City as black owned, the narrative is gonna have to change. It's yeah. because it's it, it starts with us now, and we are seeing it like yo, we have to do more. So even yes, with the buy black event, that's gonna become a branded thing for Jersey City. Like it's gonna grow and develop and develop. It's gonna be like oh, it's a New Jersey thing. All these black businesses in this one space. So I think we're currently doing the work to have a brand for Jersey City right. to be a creative hub. Because you ask anybody in Jersey, they be like yo, Jersey City, I hear y'all doing a lot of cool shit. 
I hear this outside. I just want some creative. I'm like, yo, y'all doing a lot of cool shit in Jersey. I hope people had it seem like that. But us inside, we're like, is it seen for real? Mm-hmm. I don't see this shit. What is you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but it's but it's it's but it's the creatives who's always outside. They're thinking it's just like a crazy ass scene. On mm-hmm. a real note, nah, nah, not at these all. Venues, these Me and Jules used to always say like, yo, when we build Moxie 1973 to where we wanted to be. Like when we could build a building. We're not building that shit in motherfucking New York. Like, yeah. you gotta build put it here. Yeah, you gotta build it here because then Diddy didn't put Bad Boy in Atlanta. No, he put it where he was from. Yeah, in the city. <laughs> and he made you come have to come to him and so gave bad. his city love. You know what I mean? So, that and Atlanta do the same thing. QC, and, like, they, they, they're in the South. They're not taking their operations and putting it in Chicago. No, why are they doing that? They're not from there. You know what I mean? But they on another note, I think city. I think I think people are also losing their love for the city as well. Cause like I, I at times I be like you know what I mean you have your, you, you have your moments that speaks to the allure of the brand. You know too, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you like I mean I, sometimes I mean I say like man, I hate living here sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But that's because of all the negative things. But I, I, ultimately I love my city because it's, it's, I'm, I'm a product of my city. And you know I mean even mm-hmm. though I'm not a statistic of my environment, I'm a product. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like some people just lose their love for the city, and you won't know that somebody from you be like, somebody, somebody like you'll meet somebody. Like, oh yeah, I heard heard Jersey doing this and the third. You just like, yeah, yeah, we on that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always the negative shit that you. But sometimes you do hear the positive shit. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I heard y'all got events going on over there. Y'all got this cool new group coming out of there. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people just don't promote that they're from Jersey City a lot because a lot of people like lost the love though. of it. I don't. Like I, like how Jules said, you know, you get a bunch of creators and then they go, like Jay, Jay, Jared said it too, you get creators, they go to Atlanta, they want to go to New York, they don't want to create and keep it here. They want right. to take it and they want to explore bigger, which I understand because Jersey City is small, but at the same time, what happens is when you start to do that, you open up doors and avenues for other people to branch out of the city. The problem is everybody wants to step out with the doggy dog mentality. I'm not going to say the cliche crabs in the bucket, but everybody's stepping out for self. It's everybody's it's self-preservation right now. And so I just feel as though a lot of people want to mask it behind, you know, we supporting each other. But we really not, bro. Like, honestly. We really not because every everybody's in competition. Rather, we not building together. We all in competition. Music is in competition. You got the the you got old niggas who've been rapping since '01, still making music, still ain't blow. Won't sign a young nigga. Won't mentor a young nigga. Won't get a young nigga in the studio. Still fucking rapping. You know what I'm saying? You got fashion designers still. You got niggas that you know opened up doors and made clothes. Got out the fucking game and left. Ain't 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 showing a young nigga shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Won't come to a young nigga pop-up shop for shit. And so, I'm just speaking on the, the music yeah. and the clothes of that. I, I think they, I, I mean, for like me, I never had that problem only because I always, for some reason, I always kept older cats around me. So, our first event, when we did the, um, the, the Who Got Bars joint, like, people... With some, they'll come and support you, but you gotta you gotta find a way to bridge your gap between young and old. Yeah. So it's like, if for me, I always understood that like in order for me to win the way I want to win, I gotta have both. I gotta have young people and I gotta have older people. So when I'm in McDonald's, I know Clyde from you know who born in '69, and I also know Jessica, who 23, and they'll be able to know exactly what I do the same people you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think it's really about 
you got to find a way to bridge your gap. It depends how you want to win, though. You know yeah. what I mean? It depends on really how you want to win. When you when you stuck in between Newark, which is a culturally black invested city, and then you and then on the other side, New York is the fashion mecca, the basketball mecca. You know what I'm saying? Like you stuck in between a space where everyone wants to go there. They want to branch <laughs> and build there. Like I think it's a okay. <laughs> um, I think shit. Ha! Huh. Think it starts with the music. And it's crazy to say that, but it really do. They like do. every so, you see that Quiz is doing her thing. Everybody's doing their thing independent on yeah. different brands. So it's building like this ecosystem of just black businesses happening in Jersey City. But the only way it reaches the masses to have a brand is the mm-hmm. it ties into the music. Yeah. So yeah. we have an artist that comes out and like yo, I'm from da 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 da, and they like crazy lit. Everything rises with them, right? So the clothes that they wear might be local. If the local, if the local, if the people locally is already doing it, what they're supposed to do, when that artist rises up, he's gonna tap back in because that's what he's used to. That's a fact. Not and not to hold that, hold that thought. Keep to keep going. Music is the number one source of advertising. Yo, right. it's crazy. It connects everyone. everything. Everybody. You want, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. you, it, it literally connects everything. What we've done, what we've what we've been able to do with streaming because of that. The every every avenue has to incorporate some type of music. It's yep. like that is how you draw in your audience now. Mm-hmm. And being mm-hmm. that you have nobody rapping about the clothes we wear, the fa- you know <laughs> the, the spots lifestyle. we be, like, the lifestyle. Nobody's embracing it, talking about it. Right. And if they are, we're they not catching it, it. To say it again, I said they just haven't made, made it yet. Well, I mean, like no, I, I, like, sometimes it's not even we're not catching it enough to even promote it to promote the music, like because somebody might say, "Yo, you can catch me at Juice sipping Juice." You know, I'm just saying, somebody might say, mm-hmm. "People only it, it falls on deaf ears because mm-hmm. you know what I mean." But it's, the, like, it's just a, a lack. There's of, a stigma around our music. No, yeah, it's it's and it's a lack of a promotion on on the community of uh, the people in our community because like like I I watch, I mean I watch a lot of the the young rappers right now like like, Lil D for instance. He wear he wear J clothes, he wears sheeps, he wear a lot of the the, the the home homegrown brands, but we don't help push his music, even though he might not be the one that catch for us. But you know what I'm saying? It's the it's the sight of seeing because all his videos is in Jersey, Jersey City. He mm-hmm. not he like he don't shoot a video outside of Jersey. It's all in different That's spots true. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't push the music, and I'm not sure about all the other artists out in Jersey City because I'm not That's completely right. aware of everybody. But I don't know what they're doing. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people are. Should be just True. like in contact with them, let like let them push your brand. There are True. there are artists with bigger platforms and bigger connections that won't even shine light on Lil D. It's like, right? Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's it becomes the whole concept of I want your publishing, I want everything. Like I I I, I brought you to Diddy, so I want fifty percent of what you get. It's kind of like that's fucked up, my nigga. Like you couldn't do it, like. I don't know. I guess that's the business of music, right? It's business. But the, the music, music business. The music, does, the music does a lot for the economy overall. We Obviously, we've seen it in Atlanta. But I think we see a lot with Chicago and how Chicago creators right now is going dumb crazy. Chicago business mm-hmm. is doing stupid online just because Chance the Rapper was fucking with it or Chief Keef was fucking with it, things of this nature. It literally built that city back up to be a black mecca again. I know people move to Chicago now, but it all started from the music and everything else just rose yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. So that... Um did did Albie's contribution leave a blemish on us right now? No, because I mean I was playing two K and I heard mm-hmm. a nigga from word word is born yo it was a dude from way up north he was from like Indiana bumping mm-hmm. Albie out on Hot ninety seven and I was like what you know about that he said what you know about that I said uh, nigga, I live in Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like, we was just, you know, when you're in the park and you like run into somebody mm -hmm. who you're just playing with, you know what I mean? And he was like from Indiana, somewhere up there. And he was bumping Hot 97, I'll be out freestyle. And asked me if I knew about that. What? <laughs> like, that's the. Like, that, that like, like, right there, like, you'd be surprised. That was crazy. He was a black dude, but it was just like, yo, like, dang, that joint stretched up there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's, I ain't want to bring. You know the Albie thing up because well, I get yeah. angry every time. Not yeah. angry, but it's just like, dang, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, and we kissed. I don't know, but I just felt like when Albie came out, it was just like, yo, the city going up. I was in high school in Virginia, and cats, you know what I mean, was like, yo, like, y'all got a hot one. Yeah, yeah, y'all got a hot one. Hey, Jersey, I be like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Him, but when I asked, did I when I asked you to leave a blemish, I didn't mean of of how he ended up back in where he started. I meant more so Man, the artist having to make that music. I think instead of... I meant that, like... I think instead of it being a place of like, like, this shit's about to open the fuck up for everybody. That's what it, was a, it was a sense of... I don't want to say fear. I mean, it was a sense of fear. It was a sense of imbalance, too. Like, oh, Albie's home. Like, they knew Albie was home. So they try to put out music, but they, I don't think they were confident like this shit's going to reach crazy. That's yeah. just my thoughts inside. Like... Thinking about like Albie came home, the doors was open, niggas was looking. Niggas was hey, looking. Not to mention he became competition Yo, too. So now it's like you see it, but you're not big in this shit. Like you not like Yo, we see like, where Albie came. A lot man. of niggas who was doing this lot of rapping shit in Jersey City stopped. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, corny. He, he, did, he did the freestyle shit and stopped. it was just like, oh yeah. Why my, my eyes is over? Shit is over. For, what am I rapping for? Fuck no, New York, no, no, go, go, push his shit, push your shit, go. Like you don't yeah. stop. Like you got momentum now. Some mm -hmm. that mean they looking for another Jersey looking City for another artist. One. They looking for another one. They start the get way. out there. It builds yeah. the scene. That's what it do. Yeah, that's exactly what it do. Yeah. Me and Jules used to be like, yo, he was remarkable. We had spitters. We were, Jersey City was, well, Newark was too, but we were known for ciphers. Like, we were known for breaking I mean, up, like, what busting. We, we would go to New York to go spit in ciphers. Like, we were known mm -hmm. for that. And, and pretty much that's really how Joe Button came up. Right. Spitting those ciphers he got with Skane and, and Clue, and they took him to uh -huh. another level. He was just a dust-head kid going to New York rapping. And so we stopped. We, and, and, and so that is the example of, okay, you're in between something. You're in between. You take your talent to New York to build it. But you come back and you're supposed to cultivate the talent home. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to grow that shit, not leave it behind and never acknowledge home. And, or, or, for lack of a better terms, make a, a new quote-unquote home. Uh, you know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rep another hood that ain't even yours. Like It be happening people a be lot so, yeah. of times, man. Niggas think everything is dick rod All the time. Like, I guess people, I guess with Jersey, they always flip you to New York. Like, when I lived in Virginia, even probably when you was living in Alabama, they would be like, oh, you from New York. Yeah, shit. and they be like, no Delaware, Jersey, and they'll call you New shit. York until you yeah. like really tell them like, nah, I'm I from live in Jersey. Jersey. Like it's right next to it. You know what I mean? It's right next door. You know what I mean? So like, and it's it, not the same. And it's like, not the same exactly. at all, my guy. So New York niggas talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's <laughs> and they be taking L's. That's a fact. That's they a fact. L's. But then they always throw the Joe Buttons on us, and then we be like. Like, man, but that's not a blemish. Like that's not. That's not. I'm like, yo, he 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 probably uh 
who's your top five rapper in your city? That's for one. And then if you're talking to 2000 Joe Budden, who the top five rapper? If you're talking to 2010s uh, Joe Budden, who the top five uh, media personality? Name one in your city. He ain't better than Joe. <laughs> so either way, I won. Suck my dick. I, I, like, I, 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 I think I'll leave the media personality first and leave it there. I'm going to leave the media personality and leave it there. I ain't going to say That's dope. Well, <laughs> I'm saying some cities ain't got better rappers than yeah, Joe. Right. I'm not about to, like, you know what I mean? So Yo, that's just my opinion. But, I got to use that one. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, oh, so just to, uh, just to finish off the brand conversation, um, what is, where, what's up with Juice? The, the festival, man. Like, are you doing another one, Jules? Oh, the hip hop exhibition. Yeah. Um, the exhibition. I'm sorry. Well, that turned into like a a, mind, a, mind, a small festival. Yeah. I don't know yet. I want to be able to do it the way I want to. I don't want to rush into it because I I'm supposed to do it. Okay. Right. I think we get caught up in sometimes of having certain ideas we know for certain things, and we just continue to do because we're supposed to. Yeah. And we don't need to do that as but a creative. You don't need to always do that. It wasn't one and done though, right? No, it wasn't. Okay. I did it for like four or five years and. It was like, where do I go with it next? Like, where do we go with it next? Instead of like, all right, cool, I could do this show one night, one show, one culture type of drink, but I'm going as a person. Where do I want to go? My skill sets, how do I develop it better? So I'm just in a debated stage of processing at this moment. It's most likely going to move not more into a festival, but more of like, um, like experience. So basically like installations, experiential. Like yesterday we had with the wall and things like we had a wall, you could stick your vinyl, sign your name. So it's be way more like experiential type of things. Adding music, DJs, dancers, MCs, maybe for like a weekend type situation. You know what I'm saying? Podcast. <laughs> nah, but not even us. It's a couple. It's, that's the thing, too, now. It's Man, just like, like. You heard what I said nah. in the beginning, right? The hottest <laughs> the fucking hottest, podcast. It's a, couple po- it's a couple different so, podcasts out now. That's, so yeah, that's so the New just, Jersey City mixtape. <laughs> so, just things of that nature. So, that's what we have with the hip hop exhibition. I just want to develop and do it bigger than I did it before. And it might not seem like only one art. And I also didn't want to get a place where I always had to. um worry about getting an artist for people to come out, right? Like, I know what the team could put together on the creative and like, how can we make it just fun for people if we had nobody on the bill? Yeah. Like, what do we truly want people mm-hmm. to experience? At least a name. Like, you know, because... Yeah, yeah, everything. It's always got to be attached yeah. to a fucking a name. name. That's, nah, that's I'm not off that no more. I'm, I'm not... No. Nah, just say in friends. Nah. Juice yeah. in friends. Fuck all that. Come for this, what we about to create, and rock with that. Creative. So let me build yeah, that come, up. Come for the brand. I'm not allowing yeah, up or like yeah, a, you right. to attach yourself to something for some because it's bigger than the mm-hmm. brand. Right. For the brand itself. We used to say we used to do that when it came to when we started when we did our social media with the yeah. um, Chilltown Social. We used to be like, yo, we don't really need a big name DJ because you know Jersey City is a DJ. It's a DJ city for the most part. And we used to say we don't need a big name DJ. We just need to create a vibe that people love. And the music is what the music is. It's the experience that you give them that'll make them be like, yo, that's dope. I'll be there. I don't care who DJing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we used to watch brands like um, 40 Ounce Bounce. They'll be having some of the, you don't even know these DJs, but it's the vibe and the brand that they created yeah. behind that name that it don't even matter. You're just going to pull up. I ain't want to get into DJ and shit because we got a DJ coming up. So I wanted to steer that conversation for mm-hmm. another like pod. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you're right. And um, and that that goes back to uh the music and what we do with the music, and and supporting the DJs the same way. And another thing, my last note on that, cause I and this this is actually about Jersey City music, but I'm gonna get back to Moxie in a second, to Juice and Moxie. But we can't let mixing die. As much as Word. It, it's much as we outgrew it as 
being adults and not really enjoying it the same and bumping it, we can't let that die because that is chill town. Like that is that's definitely that is the embodiment that, of Jersey. That, because that, didn't Drake music, come out with a record house that music sound is like us? But, <laughs> but it's, it's you still right. Jersey, that, okay, so we talking Jersey that and yeah. house, but nobody oh, but really does mixing yeah. like Jersey yeah. City. Like mixing is Jersey. Oh yeah, they don't even call it mixing everywhere. They call it blending. I heard somebody dumping they shit down at Infinity my block earlier while I was on a on a porch eating my bacon egg and cheese and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, somebody. But I don't, I don't want beef, that. Rado said, no said the same thing. Rado was like, um, we can't let it die. He was bro. like, yo, when Drake came out with the um, nice passion what? fruit. No, nice what's for the nice for what? Nice for what? Yeah, oh, yeah nice for was... what? And the make and yeah, Rado was like, y'all like Drake just yeah come out with was... something that we've been creating for years and now y'all, you know what I mean? I get it, I get but it. That, that sounds like a blend. But that sounds like a sample though. So I we do that all the time. But 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 that's the thing. We have an infatuation with samples. We have mm -hmm. it with the sped up, the high pitch sample, speed that motherfucker up though. Watch I mean? the that, breakdown. That was, yeah, that was that's definitely us, but that was yeah, we can't I but don't want to gotta take that over now, right? But how do we make that seem exciting for them? Cause yeah, they on that club shit now. They on the club, yeah. Like how do we make it exciting for them? That's it. But you could tell when one of them girls was rapping and singing in Lincoln. Like uh, last year, but yeah, it felt yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, they was on, a, they was on the, they was on the steps. They was just rapping, doing their thing, mm -hmm. and it went crazy online for Jersey City. So it was like, I think the youth want to be into it, but it just gotta be more prominent. Like you said, like we gotta do more about it and really tap into the youth with it. Well, that shit yeah. going down. But that's up yeah. to the, the youth. That shit going down. But that's over for the right. But that's up to. the person like midnight teaching a young kid like that 11 year old that was djing at the bob black to be able to instill in him yeah, what he learned mm -hmm. and then him giving it to his mans and then his mans giving it to because that's how that jersey city mixtape thing used to start you used to see somebody who's instill you like jules used to hold crates now he wasn't a dj but that was something that he loved to do and he loved to hear those mixes somebody will pick that up start djing give that to his mans his man start giving it to his mans and then it's a whole world now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and I hate the fact that we don't maintain the same energy we did for DJs in the two thousands that we do for the artists now. Because the DJs have died. You know, we uh, back in the two thousands we had DJ such and such, DJ Jews and DJ Jared. Mm -hmm. It's for no fucking reason. Mix was ass, but you just wanted to be a DJ and now you got mm -hmm. a bunch of rappers and you know, nobody's like, you know, buying into it the same way. So I don't know. The I, rap thing is real anybody Anybody for the most part, not anybody, but a lot of people was DJing back then, and there wasn't a criteria to being a DJ back then. That's a fact. You know what I mean? You ain't have to be from, you know, whatever block in Jersey or Jackson to be a DJ. You just had to know how to really mix good. And when you was in high school, you hand your tape, and whoever bounced it, if it was hard, they gave you one shot, and it was over. That's you know what I mean? And, <laughs> That's and it. you had to have the cultural mixes. Like, you had to have the... Um, the Brooklyn Love Jay Z on it. You had to have the um, right, right, right. What's the right, uh, what's you had to have the Charlie Wilson. Wilson. You had to have the you had um, to have certain records. Don't on know it. if you got a girl. Like right. you had to have those songs. Right, right. They want to hear how you mix that, that shit. shit. How you mix that? Yeah. But now with rapping, there's a criteria that comes to it. There's a certain look that comes to it. There's a certain flyness, you know, that that comes with it to some degree. But it's a certain look and how you act and how you move. Depending on what you're trying to do with your sound. But also, niggas are making money off DJing. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas ain't making money off rapping. I don't no. understand how, though. Like, I don't get it. Because the DJ got the sound. He got like, the records. He got like, the... Like, yo, a DJ in a week can pick, like, four or five different income streams back in the day. Right. Your ringtone, your mixtape, a party. <laughs> <laughs> your ringtone facts. Yo, you yo, Right off your I chirp. Don't... 
I don't understand. You would think that Jersey City would be smart enough to go back to the old 80s formula of the DJ being the prominent act and having artists, mm -hmm. but we don't. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you would think that it would be the Eric B and Rakim, the Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, but it like it's just like... I thought they, they did, did it, it, though. Also, well, that was early 2000s, mm. yeah. I was like with them cat. Well, like I'm talking, I just said you would think yeah, that, would think that it would be would the time to bring it back now, no, like yeah, you just no, said. Yeah, it's not. So, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, so I think it's harder to be a rapper now in Jersey City than anything else, but then back in the day, because back in the day, you could go hand in hand, really connect with people, chill. Mm. But now you're on social, you try to promote the music through social, it's a lot of noise. Yeah. It's a lot of more noise you gotta deal with as a young artist trying to break into the game out here and really build locally. Yeah. Sad man, y'all just broke my heart. And they did have a little wave, like me and Jules used to, you know, be around like different rappers and stuff like that. We we've seen the buzz coming, like we seen a lot of, like we was in the, we was on the streets, like listening to cats. You know what I'm saying? Going to events and listening to cats rap and stuff that was from Jersey City, and they do their little events over there on Communal Pole and stuff. And we were listening, like yo, like they hot, like he hot, like he nice, she nice, but you know. Then Every, life, but then I think always life hits people and shit yeah. just change. Life hit like a mug. Oh. And then I think you, life like, from the scene that he's speaking about, life hit those artists and life hit that that age demographic and it just moved on to different things. Cause we seen culture happen for the youth from the standpoint they couldn't be in clubs. So they found different spaces to create the culture. I think even us sometimes we hold ourselves back because we be like the venues are trash, the venues are trash, and things of this nature. But I think we just gotta Facts. we gotta come back. It's like fuck it, yo, we got a backyard, right? Like that, that everything has to be OD crazy like we yeah. want it to be. We got a backyard, you got a basement, yo, tell niggas to link up, let's build, let's kick mm -hmm. it, let's throw a little function here, and it starts building back community first. And then when you when you showcase your community via social. People like, yo, why you ain't invite me here? Yo, it looked fun, da da da. And you start building it step by step by right. step. But it starts with showing your, your little circle, having a specific lifestyle, building on that, and continuing that shit to grow. And connect with other motherfuckers in the city. Yeah. There's certain people living in JC when we went to the Heights, I don't know shit about the Heights. There's yeah, a whole buzz over there. That's a fact. There's a, a whole, whole, whole different culture on that side. Whole different culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta get around. We the number one diverse city, but maybe the number one. Fucking divided city on top of that. <laughs> just That's a big fact. <laughs> My la the last conversation I wanted to have with um. Yo, hold on, hold on, bro. Oh. Yo, my fault, you, bro. smooth. I've been taking over. My bad, guys. Yo, why do women think you should be mad when they want to leave? Because this girl just like left my crib the other day at like four in the morning. She she thought I was gonna stop her. That's you being on your purpose and, and not. <laughs> that's you being on your bike. Hey, yo, bro. It was four in the morning. She's like, yeah, like, hold me. I'm like, nah. She's like, all right, well, I'm leaving. You're not getting All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. That's you just being confident as a man. You, you young. Nah, but I like my bed. Like, I really don't. I didn't want you here <laughs> in the first place. Like, like I didn't want you staying with oh, me in the first place. Dying. I didn't want you staying in the first place. Like now you leaving. You the one who know how to go home. That's the one that you that I'm hanging out with. 
That's the that's the keeper. The one that's just not clingy, period. period. Like the one that le- just lets you go and like and let you have your time. Yes, you know how to one. put her pin right back on. Like, that's right, a fact. Thank you. Like, all right, so all right well, it was fun for me. I'm gonna holler at you. Like, where they at? They, <laughs> I ain't they even don't want you to come to my crib anyway. Well, why they lie and say they exist on the gram? That's the funny part. Those are the girls lying. Like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm, I'm pick me, pick them. No, bitch, you just as crazy. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh man! Especially if they see you got a nice room, nice bed, nice couch, they'd be like, "I'm gonna start taking my mattress that. pad off." That's probably what it be. They'd be liking my bed. I'm taking hey, yo, my goofies. I'm taking, I'm taking my memory foam hey, off, bro. It's over. Be... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you think the same thing I'm thinking. But I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm going to the mics go off. Say, "Yo, you me in trouble." For real, bro. <laughs> yo, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Up my chain of thought too, bro. No, bro. What the fuck that got to do with the fuck we was talking about, bro? Yo, shorty really left it. Yo, she really left it. Like, I was like, yo, I, I was like, damn, like. You really made me like. Then she left the gate open, so I had to go close the gate. Like it was cold as hell outside. Like, hey, came out there, bro. Because we over here having a, like a, a good, a, a deep combo, and he was quiet. So that mean that nigga was really thinking about this shit. Like he tried to disrupt really the next up, like, up. This nigga really she had a nerve to close the gate. He like was really that. mad at this. Like he gonna leave at four in the morning. I gotta go close the. You no, know, all right. Damn, like, yo, so you don't even care about my dog? Like, word, like he could have ran out, like, ain't give a fuck. All right, bro. Say less. You ain't coming back. You were saying something. You were saying Oh, no, no. Last this, question. This is a very vague question. <laughs> Take it how you want. Answer it with one sentence. But how do, as as Juice, how do y'all maintain balance within the culture? That's it. Within the culture. Within, culture is, is, is uh, what's the word you always use? I'm, that's a damn shame. Smooth. Subjective? Subjective. Culture is, subjective that's, that's is the new that. word. Um. Culture is subjective. <laughs> so whatever you deem culture, but how do y'all main, How do y'all plan to maintain balance, or how do y'all maintain balance in the culture? Like, I can't tell you how we plan to maintain balance. Well, how do you? Nah, nah, nah. How do y'all do that? Like, juice stands for just us and culture every day, right? Yeah. So within that, that's all we have to do. It has to be just us and culture and creating for us, and that's how we're going to maintain it. We can do what we can do and we have control over. Pro-black? Like, that's what you mean? Like, what you mean? No, I'm just, I'm just asking. Oh, this, shit just, run with I'm black, this shit all black regardless. Okay. Like, it, it right. comes from us. Everything that's hot comes from black people. Like, yeah. and that moves pop culture comes from black people, so it has to be. Yeah, we are um, the culture. Like, literally. And we'll have, obviously, diverse people within the mix, but it, it runs through us. That's okay. the best way that we can. I don't know other way to say it. Just no, about, I, I just said it could be yeah, one sentence. It, us, could be vague. Us, it was a vague yeah, question. Yeah, I just, just wanted to ask yeah, that. Just by us creating. Just by us creating, yo. And not being scared. Yeah, because I just felt as though... Like I said, uh, listeners that's not from Jersey City, I wanted to have this conversation when, when Smooth told me y'all were coming. I just felt as though I, I've been talking to Jews about this for a while. What I wanted, what Smooth and I want to do with this platform, I want, I want Jersey City to know that they have somewhere to come to to, to speak on any like anything Jersey City. Like right. for I don't give a fuck if you a poli- like I want to be able to get there one day. Like I don't care if you're a politician, right. I don't care if you're a congressman, you're a principal, you're a security guard, you're an artist, you're a DJ, you you got you sell hair, bundles, you know what I'm saying? You have a place to come to to speak on mm-hmm. what's going on in Jersey City, in black culture, in America you know what I mean? Like in America. So that's that and that for that for me is how I want to maintain balance within the culture. And when I say culture, it's subjective to Jersey City first and then black America, like black America. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm speaking to the demographic, what we have. And then after that, I'm speaking to Jersey City. 
So mm-hmm. I just yeah, I just feel as though we need as you know as African Americans as black people we need to know that you have a place to go to speak. You got a place to go to to get your shit off. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called. I don't know who he did this part. Shit, I think my jersey. I know from us from our side how I plan it to be. Like if people brought clothes yesterday, it was a plus for me, right? That was like my main goal. I, that it, honestly, it was like, yo, come into space and create. And if you're able to create a match for somebody else, that's a well, win, shit, right? We found my money back then. If you ain't expecting nobody to buy this, if you ain't playing it, you ain't playing it. that shit back. No, but even even look at the placement of the clothes in the space. If somebody didn't grab you and tell you it was over there, you maybe wouldn't even even noticed it. And that was on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think when you think of home, that's how we create from home from this level of like, if you're not creating from a level of survival and you have at least some decent bread to put in, put it back as community and watch this shit develop. Right. Because mm, if we don't, somebody the fuck? else will. Yeah, yeah, all these other motherfuckers coming in doing what the fuck they want to do for, and not for us. Right. That's a fact. Yo, it was crazy to see how many like people who I knew who like own businesses and I didn't know they own businesses. And I'm like, yo, you doing your thing? Like, you got your lashes going on and stuff, or yeah, you know, you got your, thing. you know, I seen a dude, yo, I seen a dude who was selling chess, um, who was selling chess, chess boards. boards. That's crazy. Fucking chess boards, How man. The fuck? I, but I told y'all, and I they, had people on. I'm looking on Instagram. I had people that like just didn't know anything. Like, how can I get a part yeah. of this? Yeah. Like they just like. I want to be a part of this. Not even if I don't sell a dime, the energy that was in that room, I need to be around that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. creators want to be around creators. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're going you gonna, to you gonna spark a conversation. You're going to learn something new. You're going to learn how to build your you know, your brand based off of what you see somebody else doing. Yeah. Right. And it's and cool that. to see people just being like, it's cool to be like, I'm an entrepreneur. It's cool just to try to create some shit right. or give somebody a product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's expand, the, that's, that's expand cool. your brain. That's, like, that's you know the cool shit now. Yeah. I'm happy that's considered cool. Right, because my man was, the, we, we was talking to my man Fool, and he was like, he was like, how the fuck y'all get that? And I was, he was like, yo, you, yo, I got to talk to you, because I, I got to get one of them shits. And then I was over there walking, I'm like, how the fuck you get to create a chessboard? Or like, what do you, like, how you get into that? And he was like, yo, I play chess anyway. Like, <laughs> I, play chess. I sit in the barbershop and do this shit all day. I might as well sell make money off this shit. Well yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So like everybody, what I what I was trying to say was everybody, or for the most part, who, the people I came in contact with, you would everybody was sharing, everybody experiences, sharing ideas, sharing ideas, 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 concepts, how you do this, how you do that. You know what I mean? How you get here? The stories is crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, great, yo. Yes. It was real great. The energy was, man, on a thousand. I'm t- I told Paul, I said, you could have started charging at the door up in there, man. It was energy was lovely up in there. Like, it was just, really? I ain't seen Jersey yeah. City love like that in a minute. And the bridge was gap between young and old. I seen cats who were 20 years old who got their little stuff going on on the side. I seen them. You seen auntie who, who got her little stuff going on and on the like, side over there. And the whole city of Jersey City wants to see that. I, that's a get. Remember we were shooting like some promo shots. That's what they were. I was shooting for. It's like that happens in Jersey. That, that happens yeah. in Jersey City. That's a common thread from anybody, black, white. But that's happening in Jersey City. I never knew about this. So now we're just hoping, hopefully next year that the promotion goes out instead of February. It's out in like October, November. You could really try to engage with everybody in Jersey City. Hit the streets crazy. One of the biggest <laughs> shits we ever seen, yo, coming out the city. And I'll be our brand to follow up everything you were saying. Man, these <laughs> niggas, man. 
Support us at the end of the day. Support us. It would have been lovely to see if these were actual like storefronts that had businesses. Like that's the thing that I was thinking in my head. Like, damn, yo, this would be so dope. I was also happy. I was happy to see the risk. On the real, yo. And I just thought of this, yo. Can y'all get my father there next year? I just you know what my father do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can y'all get my father there? I'm a I'm a we gonna talk after this go. I just thought about it like that's a storefront. You know who my father is, right? Mm-hmm. My father owned Gentleman's Italia on Bidwell and Ocean. The clothes, the soup oh, store. Yeah, you could have got him. Well, I mean, y'all ain't, you okay. know, y'all ain't reach out to him. But even me, y'all just talked to me. I would have got him. Wow. Just, uh, yeah, I think um, one thing Imani said last week when we kept talking about fashion, right? We kept talking about clothes, sneakers, all of this stuff. We never talked about Gentleman's Attire or women's like real dress-up attire or casual mm-hmm dress wear like mm-hmm. we, we we so you know we we sometimes forget that you want to feel good you want to look you know what i mean you want to feel good in the suit you want to want me to feel good in the dress right so i just thought about that just now like damn yeah how my father did. i think everybody need to be yeah. anybody who own the business need to be trying to get up in there i feel like they probably need to do that twice a year yeah, yeah. <laughs> one in the yeah. summer one in the winter so i'm a i know yeah. that you know y'all had your own section but still that was dope Hey, man, everybody was doing their thing. Shout out to everybody who even everybody. had the heart to even take the what risk, you do yo, like, and bring that shit into Because you know how much face. bread somebody got, you know what I'm saying, what they really going through, and they trying to get a whole other income stream and do the best that they can to sell the best that they can with their products. And that's just admirable because they took the steps to do it. Yeah. Take the risk. Took the risk. Yo, risk motherfuckers move. are scared to do that shit. Right. I'm going to contradict myself and shit. I was the main nigga last year talking about I'm not buying your sweater. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I, you I was still, like that. I still feel that way. I heard your podcast. You was like, yo, my man, we want to buy clothes, but that's a hustle. If it's a hustle for you, I'm yeah. not buying it. Yeah, nah, I still don't. I you still, still feel I, like that. But yeah. you can, but you can sort of see like not, the difference between someone that's just hustling and someone that's actually passionate about yeah, it. Dude. I just, I, like, I can not, always yeah. tell the difference between someone like if I'm looking at the quality of your shit or how often you you producing and stuff. I can honestly tell if it's just a hustle for you to just make money or is it a passion of yours. Like if you not really hands on, or you not trying to further your shit. Like say if you was on print ons, and now you not moving to sewings. But by the time of the next year, then I know it's just a hustle for you. You not you not using that money that you made off of what you sold for the print ons to buy a sewing machine to make your, your the quality of sweater better. And maybe in that Bob Black, maybe if you was a person like that, hopefully you went from hustle to passion. Yeah, because. A lot of people in there made money, and there was a lot of people who I seen that nobody was even walking up on a table, or they may have had a conversation. I was watching everything that was going on, and like you were saying, small, if, if you could tell the difference between a hustle and a passion, and I really hope that whoever in there felt like a hustle was a hustle, and you got to do what you got to do. You got to yeah. make ends meet, man. PSCNG going up, like I get you, but. If it should turn that from a hustle into a passion and you'll see the difference, you'll get an abundance that start to happen in your career and what you like to do. Well, that, that was yeah. me last year saying, like, feeling that way. But I kind of got a different outlook on it. I just wish that, you know, I wish as, as we're young and we're building characteristics to become entrepreneurs, um, 
I, I just feel as though we need to be pushed to do what we're good at rather than what we're passionate about. Because when you do what you're passionate about or do what you love, you'll it's a 50-50 chance. You'll do it until you succeed or you'll do it until you don't succeed and then you won't love it as much anymore. But if you do what you're good at, you do that until you love it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you keep doing what you're good at, you do that until you no. succeed. Right. So I just got a different outlook on what I consider passion and for the love. Like, and that's my outlook on music, which is why I haven't put out music anymore. I was doing music. Thank you. Yeah, let's I, talk about that. Well, no, I, just, I was I, just I, saying I, 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 was doing, I was doing music. I was doing music, but I wasn't necessarily I was in love with the music, but I wasn't necessarily like, how can I say? I was in love with the music, but because I wasn't receiving the success or the stature that I thought I deserved because I felt like I was the dopest nigga out and my words speak for themselves, I didn't feel like I needed to put in the grind or the work. Like, I just felt like, nigga, you're going to hear me and you're going to want to hear me more. You know what I'm saying? And so when I didn't reach a level that I thought I would, I didn't love it as much anymore. Like, I love the the thought of music and hearing music, but I don't love creating music as much as I used to or just the process of creating music. It's not as fun and therapeutic as it used to be. And if I would have did it when I was younger and while I was good at it, rather than making it my passion, if I would have did it while I was younger, I would have had a chance to to fall in love with it while also perfecting everything else in the business, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I never understood that. So I'm glad you, yeah. What never understood what that I mean that, that that but that's not just me that's a lot of artists I know a lot of artists who are afraid. Ooh, your shit was hard though. But when you <laughs> that shit was classic. You know what though I, that shit made my got you got like five records in there that I got on my <laughs> playlist as niggas who I uh, got million dollars. You know what you know though, bro? Honestly, as artists, yo, like. Like I, Erica Badu said, like I'm sensitive about my shit. Like you know what I mean. So Sometimes. as artists, it's it's hard because we just want to make music, my nigga. Like we that's it. Like and so I put myself in a position where I wanted to build a team and I just wanted to make music. I wanted O to manage my finances. I wanted y'all to you know manage the marketing. I wanted Dooley and Jules to manage me. Period. And it's just it's not that y'all didn't do a good job. I just didn't want to put my hand in anything else. And so I'm learning even, I mean, this this is not new knowledge. Like as an artist now, if you are listening and you are artists, but, or whatever, artists need to have their hands in everything that they doing now. Like that's a, that's a, a, a criteria. It's right. not like music is like almost 30% of the art of the business now. Correct. Probably less than that. Cause your music could be ass, but if you fucking, you got good business, nigga, you still gonna be able to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's hard, bro. Yeah. You gotta unless you're gonna put yourself behind a team that's dedicated and committed to what the fuck you're doing. And when you when you don't feel that way, it makes you insecure about your art. Cause it's like, damn, like I don't feel I don't feel I don't y'all telling me this shit is fire, but I don't feel like this shit is Sometimes fire. Sometimes I feel yeah. like tomorrow ain't promised. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's so crazy. Tomorrow wasn't like promised with that album. <laughs> 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 No, Word, yeah. yo, what y'all doing here is real dope, man. This is Fire. real dope. Kerwin, you know, I, I know him as Kerwin. Next Bob Black do a live podcast. Yeah, do I want to do a live podcast. podcast for our 50th episode, so we, we like, getting there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to keep going about black shit. Like, I know, like, our reason for doing it. Like, I know my real reason was like, all right, cool. How can we create a space here to show people that we can take it this far? 
even though it might be minimal to somebody outside. So I know for me, it was like, let's, let's, let's elevate this shit, right? And, and also, if we continue to support these brands and they become bigger within this cycle of year and they come back to the event, that event's going to be even more massive, right? So my thing to whoever's listening who was there yesterday, take advantage of what you did and go crazy for the rest of the year for next year to double up everything that you did because now this event will be way more prominent if right. you become more prominent. Right, right. Right. I'm on. I'm on some shit now. Is though I'm trying to like. I'm not trying to have the same perspective what I did with the music. Like I want to network with podcasters. Like I'm like yeah. we could do mashups all we want, but the problem is people still have that same music mentality. Where it's like it's competition, bro. I'm not in competition with you niggas yeah. no more. Like let's do this shit. That's enough and place if, for everybody. It's yeah. enough food for everybody. And if it's not a competition, y'all prioritizing other things before the art. I had a um. Actually, they were at the um. Actually, they were at the Bob Black event yesterday, but I had I had an um, entrepreneur who I wanted to bring up here, but being that her hood has beef with where we record at, she couldn't come. I'm like, y'all come to you. Like, the art, don't let the art suffer. Like, don't let what we doing, like, don't let the entertainment suffer that's because, crazy. yeah, like, that's the, that's, and that's the problem. Same thing with the music. Like, don't let the, don't let our art suffer because, oh, the like, the street like shit is bigger than the art. No, it's not. Like, we need to start, and we, we need to promote each other. I'm not going to not promote you because I got beef with you or you got beef somewhere I record. Nah, nigga, I still got love for you. Like, I'm going to promote your shit. I love what you're doing, and I want you to love what I'm doing organically. Like, I'm not holding nobody back. Like, we need to buy It's by us. Like, we need to be about us. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm at now. That event made me mad proud. I was like, Yo. I was proud of y'all, bro. I, the yeah, pictures I, I saw, I was proud, man. Appreciate I'm it. I'm proud of everybody that yeah, was up there. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like, and you seen like it was this one lady up in there. It was um, her and friends. They were doing like a makeup thing. The way they had their mm -hmm. stuff I set up. Shit, I was like, yo, like, keep doing it's, that it's, shit. It's, you know what I mean? You can tell she put talent. some money into what she doing. I'm like, yo, what keep you say, doing man? That? I, I said, there's a lot of talent and creators in Jersey City, and like, it was just good to see that be displayed. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's always you you hear about the violence and stuff like that, but the the creators actually got a chance to show showcase their talent. Whether it was like I said, food, people selling sangria, selling clothing and jewelry that they made, and chess boards and all types of just just seeing how people's minds work and what people's mind are passionate about was just like wow. Like I would like like I was saying I was walking around seeing people like oh, I ain't never know like cause they like they plug on social media, but you know. Some people post so much stuff on social media that you don't get to see everything. Mm -hmm. So you act the way that you know what I mean, your activity feeds working off, and I mean the algorithms of the the fucking Instagram doesn't always show you everything that's going on. Yeah. But it was just good to see like so many people just taking initiative and and betting on themselves for once. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. that's all it is. Like when you go into entrepreneurship, just betting on yourself, mm -hmm. <laughs> taking risks. That's the ultimate risk to me. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your dollars, when your money, when you got to take your money and put it to something that you're passionate about and if it don't it work might not get that shit and back. you might not get that shit back and when you don't get it back not to get discouraged but to keep going you know what i mean like we could tell you a but bunch shit, of stories i love the risk about it like cause i might spend that money on something completely different i can have no chance of getting that shit back Right, yeah. and I'm able to take that risk on myself and possibly get my shit back. Oh, why I bet? I'll take that all day long. What do you mean? Yeah. Once you realize you're spending the money on the dumbest shit in the world, you realize you can spend that shit on yourself and invest in yourself. You you really change that shit yeah, change everything. everything. Right, you spend money to like really create experience for you and really yeah. significant. I some shit like that. Other than that, 
Man, listen. And even even when it fails, you still satisfied because you're like, you know what? This is an embodiment of me. Like this is still my art. Like I still created this. Yeah. So I'm still happy. I'm happy with a loss because it's my shit. Like right. Every time I look at all these mics in here that we don't use and shit, I be like, fuck it. I could have went to some dumb shit. Yeah. We got like five mics in here that we don't even use. Yeah, we damn sure do got five (laughs) mics. Only use three. (laughs) Yeah, like there's a lot of shit that we just invested in. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. At the end of the day, I don't ever think twice about it. Get some quick chicken. Yeah. Well, Mo does that. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember putting that stu- the studio together for the purpose of creating the advocation and just us, you know, us butting heads and, you know, just being just being prideful and going back and forth with each other. But I the goal was to never stop doing what we doing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like so gotta gotta keep eating, gotta you gotta use this shit regardless, right? So. <laughs> shit, yeah. I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all doing a really good job. Yeah, man. Really I'm trying. Y'all topics, y'all topics mm-hmm. be on point. Y'all, y'all funny. Y'all in tune with what's going on. I'm funny. That nigga just, you know. <laughs> hey, oh yo, hold on, hold on. Before, <laughs> before we get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, Trey said to you last week, bro. Why is niggas not in your favorites list, bro? Why on Do Not Disturb my phone call going right to your voicemail, bro? This is why Shaq and Penny broke up now, bro. And this is why Kobe and Shaq broke up, <laughs> and why KD went to Golden State. I'm leaving, bro. Bro, like, put me in your favorites list now, bro. I, bro, I called this nigga like six times, bro. That shit just like, yo, you reach Travis. My, right, I'm about to shoot. This bro, shit, if bro. you put anybody on your, you cuz <laughs> I got heat for niggas like you, cuz if you put anybody on your do not disturb, then what the fuck? Who, what the fuck is the point of do not disturb? <laughs> I don't even call you that often. <laughs> it's the principle. Like you right though. I I, I keep saying I, I'm gonna do better, bro. Like damn. Yeah, do, do better. Man? Do better on my shoe. Gonna do better when I stomp you. You got it. You got it, fam. Come to come come to the pod on time and record when we supposed to. You missing Nigga, days and shit, bro. You you was just late today. It was three o'clock. You out and, and you, you had me on do not disturb. Shit. What time was it? Three o'clock. Underdressed. Hey, oh, you saw this nigga at the... Oh, oh, I was asleep. I was asleep. This nigga was at, this nigga I, was at the grown and sexy brunch with a, with a white tee on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a white tee. Nah. I'm stretching it. I'm stretching it. You know what I mean? I'll be lying on look, niggas look, when look, the look, mic's look, on, bro. I'll be though, lying. Look, though, he tried he try, he try, he try, like, to pay me to the people I went with. Like, that's, like, they first they brunch that they went to. So I ain't had to do too much. I know what the vibes is in. It's Jimmy's, you know what I mean? We, I feel you. Me and Odom with the Jimmy's. You know how we go in there? I know. I gotta do too much. Niggas was in their turtleneck with the blade. On yeah. with the gold chain. Everybody dressed up. I look to the left. I see smooth in there. This nigga got on the t-shirt. I said, this nigga fucking up everything, bro. It's supposed to be black excellence tonight. Like, yeah, they said it was black. They, they, they told me it was the Rock Nation, bro. And I said, well, nigga, this is just Jimmy 38. Man. It ain't Rock Nation to me, bro. All right. Let's roll. Oh, that's it, bro. You got anything else on your um docket before we roll? Nah, I'm good, bro. Good? I'm Gucci. I want to talk about. Oh 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 yeah oh shout Same. out oh, it was, it's the Pisces season bro spicy Pisces. Yeah my birthday is Sunday. <laughs> I didn't even tell nobody like niggas don't. My know. mom's is Thursday so happy birthday to really? happy early birthday to God willing she be she going to New Orleans, girl oh, trip Mardi mm, Gras. Mm, yeah that's yeah, moms. Yeah mm. that's about to be lit. Mm. Man, Pisces season man I don't know spicy what I'm doing Pisces. for my birthday but uh twenty nine right. Yeah twenty nine bro. Uh, March first. Like old as fuck. <laughs> you stupid, yo. Know, um, <laughs> Damn, we didn't we because Didi was high risk. Uh, we get we didn't uh, have a due date, so we actually get a due date uh mid March. So that'd be happy. I kind of was like, damn, we might have a Pisces baby. That's gonna be a talkative nah, she house. Might, she might miss that wave and be born like late March. So that's gonna be a talkative Aries. house. 
Ooh. Yeah, it might be an Aries. Like, might, uh-huh. be mid, may, might be late March. But because we won't know. We won't get. She's having a C-section, so we won't know until mid-March. So, late March. Spicy yeah. Pisces. It'll be lit, man. But that was it, yo. Thank y'all for coming, man. I know yeah, really that y'all it. already yeah. lit niggas and everything, so... Can, can y'all just give y'all Instagram for the followers <laughs> that don't know y'all? Uh, although I feel like every listener... Should, yo, let me bro. tell you something, yo. We was... Jules sent me the flyer. What? <laughs> Jules sent me the flyer for the for the, for the uh, buyout, for the theater buyout. And I was like, yo, I'm about to come. We in the car, man. We drive from Brooklyn. <laughs> we drive from Brooklyn. I'm like, yo, I'm about to go on the gram and, and, and talk about it real quick. I can't even fucking... That shit is so weird to be talking to a camera and ain't nobody. I be telling there. niggas that, yo. yo I be like, like, yo. I was like, Jules, fuck that, that shit. shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I, I think it's weird yo, when I we see people in general shit. holding their hand up today. Like, if you just move the camera, move the phone out your hand and just hold your hand to your face, bro. It's the funniest shit in the <laughs> world. It's the funniest bro. shit like, in the world, yo. Fuck wrong with you. We never do that shit, yo. Even when we try to, we be like, yo, fuck this shit. We not doing that, man. I even tried to talk like, yo, come I was like, nah, I'm done. Nah, you can't go like this. You gotta get yourself an angle. I hate all of that shit. You gotta get yourself an angle, you know what I'm saying? Like this. You can't go like this. People used to be like, yo, why you don't be in the car listening to your music no more? Bitch, first of all, I'm trying to drive. And y'all talking about something. Why you don't like, I gotta drive and hold my hand up? Like, that shit dangerous. Like, it's weird, bro. But yeah, what I'm saying with being that said, it's like, you know. Just give us Graham, bro. Yeah, it's Graham. It's official, and you can follow us. Uh, yeah, we got you got the Jules Perot, J U E L S P I E R R O T, and you got at Juice nineteen seventy three underscore. If you know how to spell that, it's mad simple. J U I C E nineteen seventy three underscore. If you don't know how to spell Juice, you're a dumb motherfucker. I'm gonna <laughs> say that right now. <laughs> and follow us on the Monster page too. Oh, it's, it's idle right now to let you know that, but yeah. it's coming. It's oh, coming. okay. So, uh, thank y'all for coming. Hey, yo, I just thought of this too, bro. All you niggas who be driving with your car with the camera on the, the back camera on, bro. Like, make sure like your dashboard. Not <laughs> oh yeah, well. that's what like, I always. I always, got, I always time be, I do that. Shit, I gotta make sure my gas. Up, man, man, like, and I gotta make sure my seatbelt. You can have a seatbelt light on. You can have a yo, bunch of lights on your shit. Bro. I seen Shorty driving, bumping Keisha Cole. I said, no wonder you bumping Keisha Cole. You hurt, bitch. Like your tire light on, your check engine light on, yeah, your airbag yeah, light on. I said that car. Fuck up like yeah, yo. I was just doing that through Brooklyn and I noticed that I had a bird <laughs> oh, oh yeah you can't like, have shit on your window like, bro ah, you can't have shit on your window crazy you like shit on the window either bro you chick, was in the, chick was in like the, the hood going through the video I said damn it's fucked up out there wherever she at like even if I hit a pot if I hit a pothole my shit be like I'm like oh reset social media is weird as hell yo it's mad that shit funny to me man this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Woo, Goldie Facts. And you know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is the hottest podcast on the Eastern Coast. Big facts, man. Call us up if you want to request. You see my face, you better move. Bullets flying through the room. I'm static. I'm in the mood. Honey K, what I pay for the I ain't got nothing to prove. You either win or you lose. Look, I see an op, he'll be devastated. None of them niggas ain't never made it. When I do a crime, it's premeditated. Pay attention. 
Watch close, it's Fabio phone, pop smoke. I see it up and I drop folk. I see it up and I drop folk. I'm Hennessy, devil in me. Them niggas know I need extra Henny. I shoot at niggas cause they messing with me. Police will never come catch up with me. Sweet I cannot drive, I got three cars. I took a perk and I sleep small. I give a perk. When I fucking make it hurt, do whatever works. Your bitch getting money, you better dig in her purse, bitch. I take whatever she wants.